Welcome to the Life Church STL podcast. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope this message encourages and inspires you. Thanks for listening and enjoy today's message. We're in this series. I have so much to tell you. And uh, hopefully last week you got just that, that we should be in a place where we have so much to tell because we've received so much. And I kind of want to get into that. We're going to get into a, a parable that, that Jesus gave us. And good thing, we're starting with this one because this one he actually gave the next, an explanation for, you know, to make it a little bit easier. Now, of course, we understand more now, because we have all the scriptures, we can read it, we have understanding, we have the Holy Spirit to reveal these things to us and to enlighten us and all these things. You know, when, when he was speaking these parables and these things to the people that were right around him in that day, they didn't have as much understanding. But he said, I'm, I'm speaking in parables because, because I want you to search after it. And I, you know, he said it... Uh, in a way that was like, if I give it too clearly, people will think they under, understand it without going through the, yeah. this, is my, yeah, yeah. this is my interpretation of it, without going through the process of learning and growing and really understanding it. They can say, oh yeah, I heard that and I know what he said. But as he's giving these parables, he's making them search and, and come and, and understand, to think about it. You know, there was this, uh, it, was it JJ the jet plane or something? I don't remember. But there was this girl at the end of it. Is that what it was, babe? Yeah, it, and I, it always got to me that the lady that was there, like real lady, it wasn't a cartoon lady, and, and at the end she would say something real like interesting and then be like, think about it. It always got me. I don't. I don't know why, and it was more annoying than anything to me, the way that she said it. But I'm, I'm I guess, telling you today, think about it, uh, like, like she did. And, and I guess I want to make sure that we are good soil for the Word to be planted in, for the seed to be planted in. In Hebrews 2, 1, it says, we must listen very carefully, listen very carefully to the truth, or maybe we can drift off. If we're not carefully listening and understanding or thinking about it, we can drift off and not even know it. See, we can hear things, things can come in our ears and go through our mind, but not be planted in the soil of our heart. Like everybody's got ears, but not everybody can actually hear it like they should. You know, I, I was talking with Tori about this, and then I was, you know, saying that I, I guess I, I don't want to come on too strong, but I, I want to say, like, this isn't about the husband that is with you that you're like, yeah, are you hearing this? This isn't about, you know, your wife or your kids. Like, yeah, I hope he's hearing it. It's about us. Whenever we're 
hearing things. So many times we're thinking about other people that need to hear it. And not thinking about how we need to hear it. Are we actually getting it down in us? Now, see, look, it's not about that somebody else doesn't need to hear it, because they do. But how are they going to hear it the right way unless you have allowed it to come and be planted in your heart or, or me? If I haven't allowed it to come and do something in me, then how am I possibly going to share to somebody else? So this isn't about them. It's about you. It's about me. It's about us. I love in Hebrews 5.11 in the NLT. It says it a way that I like it. It says there is much more we would like to say about this, but it's difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. I was looking, I, you know. In the New King James, it's more like, you know, it's just hard since you don't seem to understand. And in this scripture, it, it's, it says, because you're spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. So in these scriptures, it's, it's giving us this imperative of listening. And not just listening with our physical ears, with these ears that can hear each and everything. And really, you know what? Our brain, and I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but I think most of us know this, that our brains like actually remember everything. It's just you can't pull it back up, right? You know, there's all these things in there and these things come up every once in a while. You know, you're like, how do I remember that thing that happened 25 years ago, this little bitty and what I was wearing and all this, and things randomly come up, right? But we can't remember everything. But what we're talking about is hearing with the ears, of course, our physical ears, but allowing it to come in and not just like roll around in our brain for a little bit and then forget it, but allowing it to come and sink down deep into our heart, into our soul, and let it be planted there in good soil. So, in Luke 8, starting in verse 5, it says that a farmer went out to plant his seed. As he scattered across the field, some seed fell on the footpath where it was stepped on, and the birds ate it. But the amazing thing is, well, really because his disciples didn't get it either, and they came, and they're like, listen, Jesus, do you think you could possibly explain this parable to us so that we can understand it? And I don't know about Jesus, but he was probably like, oh, my gosh, guys, seriously. Because it seems like he was like that a lot to him. Like, do you still not understand what is happening or what I'm speaking? But he says in verse 12, the seed that fell on the footpath represent those who hear the message only to have the devil come and take it away. 
from the heart and prevent them from believing and being saved. And so as I'm thinking about this, you know, it's his first little statement in this parable about seed being scattered, which the seed is the word, right? Is, is God's word or what he's speaking to us and what should be planted in our hearts. And he's saying, but some of this seed was scattered out and it fell on the footpath. And I was thinking, you know, we uh, had a neighbor that, that they had this dog and it was one of these dogs that super cute, nice dogs, about, you know, a medium-sized dog. But it would just run back and forth along the fence, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I could keep going on forever, and I still wouldn't say it as many times as he did it. He was going along the fence all day. But the interesting thing was, is is there was a ring or a line around their yard, their fence in their backyard, that was this dirt path that had no grass. There was grass on this side, there was grass on that side, but right there where the dog just went around the yard, it just, there's no grass. And, and I was thinking about that that dog had trampled on the grass, the seed that was planted there so much that it died out. That ground was compacted and couldn't take seed. It wouldn't grow anything else because it was trampled on. And I was thinking about this, that as, as Jesus is speaking this and talking about the seed that fell on the footpath, I was thinking, you know what? This footpath could be a footpath that was created by us. Is it something that we've gone over and over and over and over again, over and over and over again, so that it's so hard that we can't receive anything that is trying to be given to us? I've been over that before. I've thought about that. I've, I've, you know, I've been there, done that. You can't tell me anything more about that because I've been there. You know, and sometimes it could be that it's been trampled on by others. That, that, we're, that we are in this place that there is a hardness of the soil of our heart because it has been trampled on so many times that it's been walked over. It's been hurt. And we're like, God, we want something to happen. We, we, just speak to me. Just help me. You know, just created me this love for you. And it's like, whether it was us or somebody else, the ground is so hard. It's been walked on. And there's no possible way for the seed to actually get into the soil. It won't seep down. So what he says, the seed fell on the footpath represents those that hear the message only to have the devil come take it away. It's sitting on the top. It's there. You, you heard it. It came in the ears, you know. It, it's entered my mind. But the problem is the soil is so hard. It's just sitting right there on the top for anything that happens to me to come take it away. God, I, I believe in you. I have this faith. I trust you. You're good. You're going to take care of me. You know, you're my sustainer, all these things. But that's just sitting right on the top. And then something happens in our job or something happens with our family. Something happens that doesn't feel good. And all of a sudden, that, those 
seeds that have come in, but they're just sitting on the top, and those things just gone in an instant because they weren't allowed to seep down into the soil. The hard ground that can't be penetrated. In verse 6, he says, Other seed fell among rocks, began to grow, but the plant soon wilted and died for lack of moisture. So then he goes on to explain in verse 13, The seeds on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they believe for a while, then they fall away when they face temptation. And in this soil, of course, he's saying there is some soil. It's, it's you know, those, the word that is given can be planted in some kind of soil. But the problem is there's too many rocks in this soil. There's not enough soil and too many rocks. Now, I don't know if you've ever planted anything. I have a few times. I've got a pretty green thumb, you know, and vegetables and all that stuff. Haven't done it in a while. But it's amazing to see crop, you know, or I say crop. It wasn't a farm, okay? <laughs> it's amazing to see these things to, you know, to start growing and, and to see them getting bigger and stronger and producing fruit or vegetables or whatever it is that we plant. But the problem is you have to put it in good soil. And, and in order to do that, you have to take out the rocks and the stuff that's in the soil to make sure there's, there, there's enough soil in there for the plants to grow in. So this parable, he's, Jesus is saying, is like, look, there's, there's, there's too many rocks. They believe for a while. Then they fall away when they face temptation. You guys know what a bonsai tree is? Yeah. And I, I love bonsai trees. I've never actually had one. It seems like too much work, okay, guys? It's a lot of work. But a bonsai tree looks like a real tree. Well, it actually is a real tree. It's a real tree. But what they do is they plant it in a small little container that doesn't have enough soil to, to sustain much growth. So roots start to grow, but there's not really enough to hold on to and to get the sustenance from that the plant needs, so it only stays this little bitty tree. They look beautiful, but they're fragile. And I was thinking about this and what Jesus is saying. There's too many rocks in the soil, so we've got the soil of our heart, right? And I was thinking about what, what is it that else that we have in that soil? What is he saying? Temptation comes along, and then they fall astray. You know, they're doing good for a while. And so many times we have something in our life that we're like, you know what, this is okay. It'll be all right. I, I'm, I got this relationship with God, but, you know, this relationship with this other thing that I have, yeah, 
it's not really causing a big issue because there is some soil, and I do see some growth. There is something happening. So this thing is all right. I think that I'll go ahead and have this addiction or this thing in my life because it's not really causing any issue. And, but the same thing happens with a bonsai. There's not really room to actually grow. And really, if you want to say, oh, no, but I am going to grow, but I'm not going to deal with this thing, it's not that one thing grows and the other thing doesn't. If there's growth in your life, it's all going to grow. If it's all there, it's all going to grow. I don't want to be a bonsai that looks okay, looks all right, actually looks really beautiful, and people really want to have the. I, do you know how expensive some of these bonsais are? Ridiculous. But it's something that looks like a tree but isn't actually growing like it should. It's fragile. It takes a lot of work. And if you grab it by the little tippy top and pull it, it's going to come right out of the plant, the, the pot that it's in. I want to be a sequoia. You know, a while back we did a series. And I talked about the sequoias and you know, this majestic tree that, that is, you know, has grown for hundreds upon hundreds of years and are huge. You can drive a car through. But you know what the deal is with the sequoia? It's got the perfect conditions to grow. And it also has people, people, sorry, other trees around it that they, they really connect to each other. Because you see, they're not that far away from each other, right? But all of a sudden, their roots start going down in the soil, and they are protected because of the other trees that are growing around them, and they grow so tall, hundreds of feet tall. How do they do that? It's because the soil is there for their roots to go down and seep down, way, way down into the soil so that they can grab hold of the ground that they've been planted in. That doesn't happen with big old rocks in our soil. That doesn't happen with things in our life that are just these little extra things or these things that we think might not be that bad. It happens when our soil is clean and pure, free of rocks, right? In verse 7, it says, other seed fell among the thorns that grew up with it and choked out the tender plants. And in verse 14, Jesus explains, the seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear the message, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the cares and the riches and pleasures of this life. And so they never grow into maturity. What else are we letting grow in our soil? See, we have rocks, these things, this, this big things that have been there for a while, right? Things that have been just left in our life. Things that, that 
are hard to move. It's easier not to deal with it. And then we have here things being planted in our life that are not what we want to be planted. The thorns. And what does Jesus say? He says, crowded out by the cares and riches and pleasures of life. And so they never grow into maturity. So what are these other things that we could possibly let grow in our life? Pride. Seeking after our, our own, you know, purpose and doing things for ourselves, not allowing God to speak to us what he wants for us. See, whenever I try to plant something in my life on my own, it's usually a thorn. It's a thorn bush. It's something that ends up, it might look like regular seed or regular plant when it's growing, it's just sprout. You know, every plant looks the same whenever it pops through the ground. But when it starts growing and growing, that's what he said, right? All too quickly, it's crowded out. At first, it doesn't look that bad, these things that I have in my life. At first, seeking after my own stuff or, or these pleasures of life or, or all these things, it doesn't seem that bad at first, but it starts to crowd out the seed that has been planted. There's seed there, there's soil, but we're planting other things with the seed that God has planted. And these other things are not good plants. See, these little things also, they don't stay little. It's just a little thorn bush. It's no big deal. It's just a, you know what? You know, I, anybody been walking through the woods before? And there's thorn bushes all over the place. It's real easy to walk around them when they're little. But little things don't stay little. Trust me, I've got four kids, and I tell them to stop growing. I tell them to stop getting older. I don't know if you guys have done that too, if you have kids. But it just doesn't work. I've actually pushed their heads a little bit and be like, just stop, you know? And they're like, stop, yeah, just stop. Ugh. You know? But I'm like, no, really, stop growing. I don't, I, I just, can you just stay like this? You know, this little, just my baby, just stay like that. But little things don't stay little. Those little things in our life that we're allowing to be planted with the good don't stay little. Eventually, eventually, they choke out the good in our life. Are we allowing those things to happen? And in verse 8, he says, Still other seed fell on fertile soil. This seed grew and produced a crop that was a hundred times as much as had been planted. And in verse 15 he said, And this seed that fell on the good soil represents honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it, and patiently produce a good harvest. This is soil that is clean, soil that's 
been tilled up and softened, right? So it's not that hard path. Soil that's been cleaned of the rocks, those things that maybe have been in our life for so long, big, heavy things that we didn't want to deal with, but we finally get them out of the soil. And this is soil that we don't allow those other plants, those thorny bushes and things that shouldn't be there to be planted in. It's good, fertile soil for seed to be planted in. Jesus says, anyone who has ears to hear should listen and understand. How? <laughs> I, I just think about this and think about, there's so many things that we allow to come in to these, you know, Careful little ears, what you hear? Anybody? Okay. Just probably had to go up, grow up in church to know that one, but. What we allow to come into these ears, is it producing good fruit? Is it being planted in good soil? Are we like Jesus is saying, having ears to hear. Not just to let the sound hit our eardrums, but to understand, to seek after him and to, to really go after the things that he is speaking to us. Do we hear it? Do we really hear it? So we get to this point. You jump down to verse 18. And Jesus says, so pay attention to what you hear. This is the whole point, like of the text and of what he's talking about. He's talking about these different soils. He's, he's talking about the different kinds of ground that it can be planted in. But really a whole main point is, is for us to pay attention to how we hear, to what we're hearing and how we hear. How, how are we hearing? Are we hearing with understanding like he's asking us to? And he goes on to say, to those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. To those who listen. And, and see, I think too many times we just take these, these things and we're like, oh yeah, I listen. It's not about just the, the listening that we can first take at that, you know, yeah, I listen. I heard the word go into my ear, but he's saying to listen, to you really, I don't want to call my kids out again, but I'm going to. You know, if you got kids, have you ever had one of those moments and you're talking to them, maybe a little strongly, I don't know, maybe not, but usually it's pretty strongly. But you're talking to your kids and you're, you know, something's happened and you're like, listen, you have to understand this. They're like, I do. I heard what you said. And I said, no, are you actually listening? Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? And it's not about 
the words hitting the eardrums. It's about the words hitting the brain and then going from the brain to the heart and the heart being changed. I'm telling you, what you did was not okay. And the response, just like, yeah, I heard you, isn't okay. There should be like a, I'm sorry after it. I feel bad. I understand what I did is wrong. Something else besides just the, yeah, I heard you. That's what, we're ta- that's what he's talking about. Those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. It will be multiplied. The, the understanding is coming, not from the word hitting the eardrum, but the understanding and the more comes from whenever it gets down into that soil, right? He said the seed that was planted in the fertile soil grew what, a hundred times more than what had actually been planted because it multiplies when we allow it to come down, to not hit that hard path, not be just scattered among the stony ground or with a bunch of thorny bushes planted with it, but that fertile soil then, all of a sudden, more understanding. We get this exponential growth. He says, but those who are not listening, even what they think they understand will be taken away from them. Even what, but those, so not again, not just what's hitting the eardrums, but he's saying, but for those who are not listening, But for those that whenever something comes in, the word is spoken, and it's spoken to to be planted in the soil of their heart, but there's not ground there to be planted in, that fertile soil, when there's other stuff mixed up and messed up with it. They think that they hear. Are we, do we, sometimes we think we hear something, right? It's like, yeah, I heard that. Oh, that's so good. That's going to change my life. And we walk out of here and nothing happens. Why is that? And, I, and, and we think, well, you know, this other thing that I'm doing. Look, I'm, I'm talking to myself here, okay? You guys can just come along with me. But then I'm not actually acting how I should to my wife or to my kids. I'm not actually spending the time that I should with God in allowing Him to work on this soil and to get the rocks and the thorns and all this stuff out of my life. I'm not actually allowing Him to do anything. And I can hear this stuff. But then when I think I understand, it's going to be taken away. So if we have ears to hear, listen. And by the way, we all have ears. But are we listening? Are we hearing what is being spoken? I'm not talking about myself. I I mean, yes, I get to speak to you. Or somebody gets to speak from this church and, and speak to you. 
But I'm not asking you to hear me. I'm asking you to hear God. I'm asking you to hear what he's speaking, whether it's coming from me or from the Bible when you're reading it or when you're praying and he's speaking to you. I'm just asking you. I'm asking us to have a soil that is so ready for the seed to be planted that it seeps down in without any trouble. And then all of a sudden, we start to see growth happen and fruit born in our life. Are we ready for that? Would you stand with me? So today... In this message, I guess my, my heart is, is that, like in this series, I have so much to tell you. And that so many times, we have so much to say that if we don't stop to hear, we don't stop to listen. And what I'm saying is, in order to have so much to say, the right stuff to say, what God wants us to say, that we have to listen first, that we have to allow those things to be planted in our life in order for fruit to grow, in order for those, those crops, those plants to grow in this soil. Then we can scatter seed. Sometimes we try to scatter seed when we don't, haven't even had it planted in our life. I'm just going to pass it along. It doesn't work that way. You can't tell somebody how to plant crops if you don't know how to plant crops. If you've never seen it happen. You know, so... Nowadays, it's easy to do that. There's so many leadership experts online that you can pay for a course to become a grandmaster business leader from a person that hasn't actually had a business. And yeah, they've got money because people are paying them for the course, but they don't have anything based on something that they've actually done. I don't want that for God's people. I want a harvest based on stuff that was actually planted in our life and was able to grow and produce and to multiply. And then all of a sudden, the storehouses of seed are spilling over. And it's because we've allowed it to be planted. It's because we've allowed it to grow on fertile soil. Thanks for listening today. We pray this message encourages you. If you have any questions or you'd like to learn more about us as a church, you can always visit us online by going to lifechurchstl.com.